Reel to reel. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Reel to Reel podcast with Just Jace, and I am your host, Just Jace. And today I have Jesse Shepard here with me. Hi. Hi, Jesse. How are you doing? Doing great. I'm so excited to be here today. Awesome. Thank you. This, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We got a lot of things to talk about today. First, let's get to know a little bit about you. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm a writing and editing major and a comm minor here. Uh, I am the president of the English Blend. I'm an RA. And I and I'm the editor-in-chief of the GPR, but I like movies, and I'm excited to talk about movies because they're cool. Yeah, we're both so- sophomores here. And uh, also, fun fact, Jesse is the one who came up with the idea for the logo for this podcast. <laughs> what? Yeah, you did. You what? Were just no. Sitting... Yeah, you did. You I did. Don't remember that. I was just sitting in my room, and I'm like, I don't have any ideas for this, and you're just laying on my couch, and you're just, what about this? And it stuck with me. Yay. And then I asked for your permission to use it, and here we have it. Yay. So you made it famous. But anyway, let's just get right down to it. Let's get the boring thing out of the way and just talk about the weekend box office results because everyone likes money and numbers and stuff. So Statistics. Statistics, yes. These are pulled from boxofficemojo.com and for the weekend of February 15th through the 17th. And coming in at number one, we have Alita Battle Angel at, with an opening domestic gross of $28.5 million for a total gross of $37.2 million. And so that movie, it is opening weekend, so it's not really that surprising. Uh, coming in second is the Lego Movie 2, the second part, with $20.8 million, having a total gross of $62.3 million. That is its second weekend, and it's still holding, I mean, it's not great, I mean, especially compared to the first one, but it's still, I mean, it's still holding up on the top five leaderboard. Uh, Next is Isn't It Romantic? It's a comedy with Rebel Wilson. It grossed $14.2 million for a total of 20 and a half. And then next is What Men Want at $10.7 million for a total of $35.9 million. That is its second weekend. And coming in at number five is Happy Death Day to You at $9.5 million for a total of 13.2. It is its opening weekend. And Jesse knows more about it than I do. So do you want to talk a little bit about it? Sure. Uh, the first one was really good, in my opinion, at least. Uh, it's kind of like Groundhog's Day. There's the whole uh, every time she uh, dies, she returns to the same day. It's really annoying because there's a ringtone every time she wakes up. Just like every other... Do you notice every other Groundhog Day kind of movie just has, like, a really loud music thing or alarm that wakes him yeah. up every morning? It, like, jolts you and just, like... I don't know about you, but I don't have, like, an annoying alarm every morning. <laughs> It just well. jolts you and it's like, oh, we started over. Yeah. And so it, it gets kind of repetitive, by the way. Yeah. So in the first one, uh, spoiler alert, uh, she finds out who kills her and she basically stops that by, from happening by killing her. Well, I haven't seen the movie, so you just spoiled it for me. Thank you. Well, I said spoiler alert first. So, so let, that be a, let that be a lesson to you and your listeners. This is not a spoiler-free zone. Um, so the second one... Basically, the premise of it is that there's a new killer. So she wakes up in the exact same day as in the first one. So I haven't seen it yet, but I'm really excited to because it looks pretty good. Yeah, see, I always like, I don't really watch horror movies, but 
I do like the concepts that they have in them, just like the story elements that they have in that. It's just so creative, and but I never really get into it. And so I like hearing people talk about it. I've seen um, uh, what's the one in the Annabelle, like the the, the nun. Ma- no, no, they're not like the, the Conjuring. The Conjuring. I've seen okay. the second Conjuring, and there was a lot of things in there I liked. And I mean, I just like watching them with friends, and so yeah, just a good group thing for me yeah. to do. And Happy Death Day isn't that scary. It, it's a yeah. horror thing, but it's it's more thriller and mystery kind of based. So yeah, I noticed that one's PG thirteen. The Conjuring's rated R. Yeah. So yeah, those are our weekend box office results from boxofficemojo.com. And now uh, there there were a couple other movies that came out the, this this weekend. Um, one notably is Fighting with My Family. I hadn't heard about this movie until we just looked at it a little bit ago. It is a movie with The Rock, and it deals with wrestling. And, I don't know, it kind of feels just like another, hey, The Rock's in this movie, it should be famous because of it, kind of thing. I think that's why I didn't really hear about it. Uh, Especially with all the promotions with Hobbs and Shaw. Because the trailer, the first teaser trailer came out for that. What, you're shaking your head. What? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I th- I think the Fast and Furious franchise should continue in many glorious ways and no. just get exponentially more ridiculous. Exactly. Uh, uh, it should it should be interesting though yeah. to see them clash and yeah. work together. Yeah, I love the franchise. I think out of it though, those two were like my least favorite additions to it. I was more of a fan of the big car scenes and all the crazy things they do, but. I don't know. It it seems like every different movie they add to it, add to the franchise, just gets crazier and crazier. And this seems like they're literally taking out all of the reason and just doing the crazy. So yeah. I mean, if it sells, good for them. But they're focusing on yeah. action over story. Yeah, definitely. They did seem a bit over the top. I did like some of the, you know, relationship that they had in seven, or in no in eight. Yeah, in eight, and they just the playful banter back and forth. And so I think we'll see a lot more of that in here. Rock, yeah. The Rock did mention that this is one of like the hardest film he has ever worked on before. Mm. And I think it's just because he's, you know, just trying to bring out his character. And so, I, I don't know, it's just kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm interested to see if it's really going to be over the top, just all the way through it. Yeah, because it's technically a spinoff. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be a little bit smaller. Yeah. To go kind of like more towards the roots of the franchise but it won't go that far and i mean if they can do a good story with it without it being crazy over the top and make it more realistic like i think that's great they could actually make a decent franchise out of this instead Mm -hmm. of just making another fast and the furious movie but if it's just gonna be crazy over the top every time i mean it'll sell it's it's like sharknado it'll sell (laughs) it'll just kind of weird everyone will go watch it just to talk about it and exactly just to hate on it exactly yeah, yeah it'll, it should, it'll just be fun. Just one of those movies where it's just like lower expectations and it's fun. Definitely. Like Suicide Squad. <laughs> oof. That was three years ago. We have the first oof on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, oof is one of our most common catchphrases that we say. And we we blame Roblox for it, but we I've never played Roblox. so I don't blame Roblox for it. So then I don't... I mean, I blame you because... That's where I've been hearing a lot, and so then I started saying I said it before it was like a meme or whatever, so I don't know what these people are talking about. Okay, so Jesse's taking credit for the word oof. I'm not taking credit for it. My friends were talking... My friend said it in, like, 
10th grade high school. It's junior year now. Not junior year. It's sophomore year here at Sterling now. So I've had this word in my vocabulary for like five years. I don't think this is something I'm going to shrug off. Hey, you know what's more annoying than the word oof? Have you seen the new Aladdin trailer? Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, man. Will Smith. Will Smith has has the the genie, man. He is very blue. Very, very, very disturbing. Yeah, I don't... Oh, I don't like... I don't really... I don't like how fake it looks. It's literally just, like, his face copied and pasted over everything else. You know, that may have been the first time I didn't want to watch the soup, the big game. Oh, man, we almost oh, just got almost sued. almost did that. We almost just got sued. Um, this may be the first time I didn't want to watch the big game, not because it was football, but because of this trailer. Even though it was only going to play for 30 seconds, rather the entire, like, three-and-a-half-hour game. That's enough to ruin the game for me. I mean, Patriots won, so it was kind of a bad game anyway. But I mean, um, the Avengers Endgame trailer came out. I mean, they showed it a couple times. You didn't... Where is Tony Stark? Where is he? Let me know. I need to know where Tony is. Did they edit the trailers? Your thoughts? They always do. They've been. They cut out the characters. Well, they they've always altered the footage. They've done it since Star Wars: Force Awakens, mm. and everyone was ticked, especially yeah. with Rogue One. Yeah, everyone's been hating that, especially since Infinity War. It just makes me. I th- I think what stands out to me about that the most is like how many people assume the editing has to be that way in everything that yeah. they can notice a difference. So it's like, couldn't they just be walking normally, and it and that's how it is? There's just a gap between the people. They don't have to walk in the uniform line. Like, yeah, it's just us thinking like, oh, this needs to be edited in a specific way. So like, we have expectations for how films are edited now. So yeah, you think that everything you see yeah. in the trailer is like, like I've I've been doing that a little recently. Like, watching a movie, I'm like, I think I know when this character's gonna die. How I all the footage I've seen of them in the trailers has yeah. been used up. They're gonna die soon. And that's the thing. Like once you start examining things like that, once you get into cinema production and all that kind of stuff, like you're gonna start noticing and dissecting everything and being able to predict like most of the plot based on what's in every trailer so yeah so in part i kind of do appreciate the the fake footage because i like surprises and so like avengers infinity war there was that shot with them i knew it was on wakanda i knew that was at the end of the movie but hulk was in it right and so i thought everybody's gonna be here yeah he was there but he wasn't as the hulk and so that was just like Oh, yeah, I just like twisted it. Like, what's the surprise now? And then you got this little subplot that hasn't yet been determined as to what it was exactly that caused it. All right. Just this is a special segment I like to call What Does Jace Think Is Gonna Happen in This Movie? Okay, Jace, we're talking Avengers Endgame. Who do you think will be dead at the end of this movie? I think totally and fully dead, not in like some other reality, just dead. Um, so I, I think it's going to be some of the, the original founding members of the Avengers because they've been talking about a soft reboot for a long time and seeing like new Avengers characters such as like, uh, Spider-Man, he's relatively new. He's only been here for a year and a half and that's just been a couple movies. And he has a movie coming out like a month and a half after Avengers comes out. So like, we know he's coming back. So is he, is he coming back? I don't know. Oh, do you think Spider-Man is going to happen directly after the results of Endgame? It has been confirmed that it is after it does not know. But that doesn't directly. That doesn't mean there aren't going to be like 
repercussions. Flashbacks to yeah. moments or anything. It, there could be stuff from before it. I think that'd be a nice surprise to just have something crazy in it. Yeah. I, I know that it is after it. They don't know how long after. But the timeline of the first one kind of screwed things up, and mm-hmm. they're still trying to fix it. But hopefully that they can try to get back on track with this one and get back to the main timeline. Yeah. What I really want to know is how many countries in Europe are they actually going to visit? Yeah. Have you seen that poster? Yeah, that Pull up poster. that poster. There's like 18 different countries on it, and it's like, I know Europe is pretty close together. Like, all of the countries are really tight there, but... And it's a, it's a summer vacation, so he's going to be traveling a lot. Okay. New York, Prague, London, Venice... Uh, Berlin, Alps. Italy, the Alps. The Alps. And there's one that just says fly with us, and so we think that's just an airliner one. Yeah. It's like an airport one. Yeah, definitely. And there's a stamp on his face, too. I think it says London. I see L-O-N. Yeah, and then the other says Berlin. Yeah. This this one at the top. That one I can't really tell. It's A-V-E-L. Travel. Travel. That's right. I thought about that the other So it's just another travel sticker, I guess. I don't know, though. It's it's a very interesting poster. It does not give us much to work with. There's not a reflection in his eyes. But... Yeah, it's technically the teaser poster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, it is a really good teaser poster. Yeah. yeah, I'm really interested to see this movie and see how it relates with Endgame. And speaking of Marvel movies... Oh, yeah. So speaking of Marvel movies, the Black Panther... AMC has decided to release Black Panther at select theaters for free... Because of Black History Month. Ooh, that sounds really good. It's a really good film. Yeah, I think it's really good. Yeah, and also because the film came out, like, Valentine's Day a year ago. Yeah. And it is up in the Oscars for Best Picture. And yeah. it's been winning, I surprisingly, a lot of special effects awards. Which, I don't know why, because the CGI with the movie just gets worse throughout <laughs> it. But it's still really cool. I, it's a really good movie. Definitely. I really like that diversity is really coming through, especially in, like, mainstream films such as this that are very popular. And so I think it's just really cool that AMC is doing that. Also, you could just stay at home and watch on Netflix. <laughs> but it, it is cool that they're doing that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let's get back to the genie. Okay, the genie, it's yes. Disturbing. Just, yes, Disturbing Will Smith. Ugh. Like, looking at the picture, I'm like, oh, that's bad. But then seeing it in motion, it's worse. Mm. What do you think about Disney releasing a bunch of live action films recently? I so I don't really like it. Like I thought it was cool. Mm. I think like Beauty and the Beast like was okay. Yeah. Mainly because they had all the original songs and added new ones, but the fact that they just recreated scenes like word for word recreated scenes. Mm-hmm. When I was watching it, the same line in the original kept on coming to my mind and I played both back and forth in my head over and over again and i always liked the way that they said in the original it had more energy well really i think they're just shooting themselves in the foot with this because it's like what they're doing is basically just taking nostalgia and using it to like get money so it's like not to not to say anything bad about this company i love this corporation don't sue us but yeah so basically it's like they're taking all this nostalgia to get money but what they're doing is really shooting them in the foot because they can't make something new out of it because then people will freak out. That's what happened with, like, LeFou and the Beauty and the Beast. They added a few songs, and people really like the new songs, but there's not much creative license to it. Yeah. They cannot change that much. They could, like, change characters minorly, but, like... And they kind of yeah. did that when they got the rights in order to create the story from the books. They all deviate from the books. And so that and that's why they're all happy endings. 
And so, but then that's the version that everyone knows, yeah. and they assume to be the original, but it's really not. Exactly. And they're just, like, regurgitating the same Disney version of yeah. the story. Which is good, and it's live action, so it's pretty cool. The CGI is really good, usually, usually. sometimes. I mean, but, I yeah. mean, Aladdin. Jungle Book. <laughs> Jungle, okay, there's just a lot of CG in that movie. It's yeah. good CG, it's just there's a lot of it, and it gets really annoying to watch after, like, the movie. And I, it just seemed like the same shots, the exact same mm. shots recreated, especially with, uh, what's yeah. his name in... The monkey in Lion King, like mm. he's rubbing his Rafiki. Rafiki, yes, Rafiki. I'm gonna start with that. Rafiki, he's rubbing the the pomegranate juice over Simba's head. Yeah, the, the fruit or plant or whatever. Yeah, the passion fruit or whatever. Passion fruit, yeah. And it's just the same shot, and I'm like, oh, it is really cool to see. I think it's cool to see the difference between like the very iconic shots. Yeah. So you see like Pride Rock and like the exact same shots and stuff, and. That's really cool. I think it's really cool. I think this would be really fun to work on, actually. Just, like, matching up the same things and, like, oh, what would this look like in real life? I'm going to be interested in seeing how the animals talk and react and act with each other just because there's not a lot of movies that pull that off well with CGI. Jungle Book did that okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been a few years since that, so. Yeah, and that was a Jon Favreau film, so he he always does really good with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for The Lion King later this year. Aladdin looks pretty good, other than Will Smith's genie. I think it's a little yeah. bit cringy, and like even his like human form is kind of yeah, kind of gross looking. I don't know. Entertainment Weekly got the exclusive on that, yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh, he's normal," and they're like, "No, I'm going to be blue," and then it's like, "No one believes me," and then they release the yeah. that clip, and he's like, "Dude, that you are blue. You aren't kidding, but it's like weird." Yeah, and I like Will Smith as an actor. He's a yeah. good actor, but and I'm surprised with all like the diversity we've been talking about that they chose like a black actor for like a Arabian Persian kind of mm-hmm. film and setting. I'm kind of surprised about that. Yeah, I mean Robin Williams obviously. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But like, yeah, but, I, I get what you're saying. Kind of, I, it's kind of like the same feeling I had with Fantastic Four or Fan Four Stick, depending mm-hmm. on how you look at the the lettering. I love Michael B. Jordan. He, I think he's a really good actor. Same with Will Smith. He's one of my favorite actors. I just don't think... So I can't say anything about the genie yet because I haven't seen him right. in his entirety. But after seeing Fan Stick, I just... I love Michael B. Jordan. I don't like him as Johnny Storm. Yeah, definitely. Like, I agree with that. Because just, it just took away the whole brother-sister dynamic into now that they're adopted brother and exactly. sister. Exactly. So they're not really connected like they should be. There's always that disconnect. There was always the disconnect just because Sue was more responsible and Johnny was just playful and rebellious. Yeah. But now that they're both there and they don't have strong family ties, I just don't... It didn't work. Yeah. But it was it was interesting, just didn't work. Yeah. I saw a lot of posts recently online saying, like, instead of having him be the diverse character, changing, like, Mr. Fantastic or The Thing. Yeah. Because, like, The Thing, you don't even see him in yeah. human form for 90% of it. Even in, like, the comics, you don't see him change back most of the time. Uh, yeah, and it wouldn't change... And then Mr. The... Fantastic, like, yeah, that would change it a bit, but he's not related to them. Yeah, he's not related to anybody marriage, else. So. Yeah, he's not related to anybody else yeah. in that yeah. family ties. Just something that wouldn't change the whole plot of it, exactly. Yeah, especially for Die Hard comic fans. I mean, they always, they're always changing things. Exactly. Like, Heath Ledger's Joker, 
I mean, everyone talks about that and the comic book source elements, mm-hmm. but it's a new version and it works. Yeah. Because that's all the base principles that he's smart. He appears to be crazy, but he's not. And he's just, you know, just he's, he's a mastermind. And they have those are his core elements. And I think that's where, like, Jared Leto, like, deviated from that. He deviated from the mastermind and went to more of a gangster thing. Yeah, definitely. And it's just his fatigue really exists. Yeah. And it's like, I don't mind the actor as long as they're a really good actor and they can fit that role. But when they, like, change things around just to fit a specific actor and it's not even that good of a film, like... So, yeah, we start talking about Black Panther. So let's kind of go back to that. Uh, Black Panther also won the best score soundtrack for visual media at the Grammys. The Grammys were la- the weekend before last. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Black Panther got that going for him with uh, Ludwig Granson. That he scored it. It's not the mixtape with like Kendrick Lamar. And right. Like okay. That. So it's, it's the actual score. Yeah, it's the actual score, which did have a lot of the elements that it did. A lot of the rap elements, just instrumental. And I think that's one of the main reasons why it won that. The Greatest Showman, the actual soundtrack, the one that everyone plays over and over and over again, won the best compilation for visual media. And I can I can kind of see that. I mean, I'm not really big on musicals, and I actually enjoyed that one. Even though I've seen it nine times in one week, I still kind of enjoy the movie. You saw it nine times in one week? I saw it nine times in one week. I Christmas break, we went to Iowa to see our family. And my cousin has the DVD, and it's her favorite movie, and she let everybody know about it. And so, like, she'd, like, watch it once a day. And we, there was one night where all us kids watched it together after watching it in the afternoon. And there was one of us where all of us kids and adults watched it in the evening after watching the afternoon. So, every day for one week, and I have the IMDb check-in timestamps to prove it. Amazing. Because I actually use that tablet. It's crazy. Yeah, I really liked it. For a low-budget film, it was yeah. pretty good. And people weren't expecting it to blow up as big as it did. So yeah, especially with all like the last minute changes they did. Yeah, a lot of people didn't really like the Zac Efron Zendaya romance, even though it's not really that happened in real life. Exactly. It, but the movie isn't didn't happen in real life either. Exactly. P. T. Barnum is not a good guy, and that's just another rabbit hole for another yeah. show. It really is. I would love to talk about that for like twenty minutes. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. Maybe we could do like a dark episode. Oh, we should do a musical... The musical one. Musical one? Sure. Maybe. We'll see what happens. We'll... Don't hold us to it, though. Coming in next week, Kimsey Gavel with a <laughs> musical special. Now and I have you, to do we, ha- we have to sing it. You have to sing it. You have to sing the you podcast? You have to sing the podcast. We need to get John Williams. I'm challenging you to sing the podcast. You can get a guest host. You can do a script for it. Oh, man. We need to do this for the next podcast. We need to get John Williams, because he was... Uh, rhyming everything he said in the cast the other day. Not John Williams, the famous film composer. John Williams, the theater freshman here at Stone College. Hi, John. Hi, John. Miss you. <clears throat> um, yeah, so back to it. Last thing about music, one of the last things about music we're going to talk about right now is the best song written for visual media was Shallow by Lady Gaga and Brad the Keeper for A Star Is Born. I haven't heard the song. I looked at the bio for the song, and it spoiled the entire movie, and I turned away, and then just seeing this movie blow up because of this song. So, I mean, I think it's it's interesting. Not, I didn't really know Bradley Cooper could sing, but I guess he can. Lady Gaga, 
obviously music artist, but... Can't sing? Is that what you're about to say? Well, like, I... Uh, there's this... Yeah, I don't... I don't, I've never really listened to Lady Gaga, and she just seems like one of those people that's just like, it's overripe. <clears throat> don't sue us. Don't sue us. Okay, um, uh, kind of going back to Marvel a little bit, the uh, social media embargo for Captain America lifted last night. So now we have our first... For what? I think you said Captain America. Said Captain, America. <laughs> Captain Marvel, everyone. Captain Marvel. They, so we have our first reactions... For Captain Marvel now, and they are near universally positive, and they are mainly like focusing on the story elements and just the little bit of diversity in, in the MCU because this is the first MCU film. It's like number twenty or something, and it's the first one to be have a female lead, and it's also going to be tying in a lot of other, um, like, diehard fans. Like, diehard fans will appreciate, like, the incorporation of the scrolls and the World War II elements. And so I think I think it's awesome that it's already getting positive reactions for it. Have you looked into it that much, or have you just been, you know, just seeing what's been on social media? I don't know. I'm really excited to see the integrate. Do you say it's the scrolls or the Kree? Scrolls. It's the scrolls in this uh, one. The Kree okay. is in it, but it's also like we we've, we've yeah, seen yeah. the Kree. We've seen the we've Kree seen them a bit in Agents of Shield. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's still going, guys. I mean, they kind of paused it for a bit because of Avengers. Yeah, but it's season six now, and that's season six. It's like a limited season two. Yeah, it's like half season. Yeah. Or something. Which, which makes sense. But it's, it's still going. They introduced the Kree in season one, which was way back in twenty twelve, right after the Avengers. And so I think it's cool that we're actually seeing the scrolls. Yeah, I'm interested to see how much of like the scroll invasion aspect is gonna come in. I think it'd be interesting just to see how everyone acts with that. I mean, I think Nick Fury in the trailer is even like, Are you a scroll? Are you doing this? Are you Is there like shape shifting alien yeah. kind of thing? She's like scrolls can't do this yeah. and then she like Shows her powers. Yeah. And it's like, what if Nick Fury is a scroll? Oh, man. And and this is like uh, a flashback kind of story, right? Yeah. So it it takes place in like the 90s or something? Yeah, so Nick Fury has both eyes. So, I mean, if the scroll invasion happened back then, what does that mean for all the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah, because like... What does that have for Endgame? Are they all going to be scroll? I don't know. Like, also, they've never mentioned it before either. Exactly. So it's like... Yeah. The whole plot of it has time travel in it, too. So is it like, does that mean it's just going to be one of those things where it's like, nothing happened. We're going to rewrite it. There's yeah. the end of the MCU. We're going to do what the, what the Flash does oh, in every episode. They're going to do the uh, the X-Men thing and change the entire MCU with this movie. <laughs> yes, every, every X-Men movie. It tries to undo what the previous movie did by mistake and, and fix it. leaves but... a lot of plot holes. To yes. be fixed by the next movie. Yes. And then we have Speaking Deadpool of X-Men, what's Dark Phoenix doing right now? Do we know when it's coming out yet? Uh, we do. They have the trailer, the teaser trailer released. They have, I think they have an official poster up. June 7th, 2019. Ooh. I'm looking forward to that. But also, there was Apocalypse and that wasn't that great. Don't sue me. Don't sue me, Fox. Now Disney. Disney now. Oh, Disney boy. Yes. Oh, boy. That's another thing. 
Uh, yeah, Disney foxed up. Don't sue me, Disney, or Fox, or both. Or anybody. Nobody sue me. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. I mean, it's still it was still started under Fox without Disney, and so it, I just want... Why don't they just get the Marvel Studios creative writing team to fix it for them? I mean, Disney's pretty great at doing things. Have you seen the awesome new trailer for Frozen 2? I did. Did you did you understand it, Jace? It seemed it seemed like you didn't really like it. It, I mean, it's still like he he thinks not a lot was revealed by it, but I happen to believe that a lot of stuff was revealed in this teaser. So okay, then you want to talk about it? I I definitely think there is a possibility that there's like an elemental being that's going to be introduced in this. You see like the leaves going on and the wind thing going on, but we also see like a fall element. So I'm wondering because a lot of people are like, oh, who's the person who's controlling the wind? I don't think it's the wind. I think it's, like, autumn in a way. Yeah. Cause so, like, maybe it's not, like, a power over elements. Maybe it's, like, seasons. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to know if there's a way that's integrated into this. I'm excited to see what it's about. Maybe it'll be a good movie. Yeah. Maybe it won't be Frozen, the first one. Okay. The frozen, Jace, was... let it go. It was good. The, it was good the first couple times. And then it got put on repeat like Greatest Showman. Yes, it was one that was put under a very microscopic thing, and then it was just shown to everyone. And I don't know. It, it was just too popular for what it was. It was a good movie. It wasn't the greatest it was, movie. It was pretty generic up until the ending. Exactly. And then everyone... It was, it was a good twist, and I enjoyed yeah. that. And I think the second one will probably be good just with all the world they've created around it now. Like... It's been, it was like, what, 2012, 2014? I think it was 2014, I think. I think it was 2012, because that was when I was in middle school when that came out. Oh, really? Yeah, um, I think it was 2012. 2013. 13. Oh, okay, so, so we, we were both right. Hey, it was we're 2013. Both, we're, we're both halfway right. It was 2013. Yeah. So, I mean, they've had almost five or six years since that was just in production, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, they've had plenty of time to take out, like, the whole canon and change it and see what's going on there. So hopefully Frozen 2 will be a good movie. It's been basically confirmed for the past, like, six years. So. Yeah, like, right after it released, like, oh, we're doing a sequel. Because it came out, like, I, I watched it for Thanksgiving. Like, every yeah. every year, my grandparents always take us kids to see a movie while our normal parents go Black Friday shopping during the day. And so we watched that one that year. And then just... A few weeks later, it was confirmed for a sequel. You know, the one good thing I, I'm really glad that Disney is doing is it's making good sequels now. Yeah. Like, Disney and Pixar are both mixing, making really good se- sequels now. Like, thank you for bringing back Star Wars Episode Five and Toy Story 2 for <laughs> good sequels. Yeah, I mean, like, Disney was well known for making, like, unknown sequels, basically. Yeah. Like, The Lion King 2, like, some of them are okay, but there isn't, like, there's probably, like, The Hunchback of Notre Dame 2, and I'm sure there is. There's, there's, like, sequels to all of the Disney classics that nobody really likes that much. Like, Beauty and the Beast 2, and Mulan Exactly. Brother Bear 2. There's sequels to, okay, but that's kind of different. That's not, like, a Disney classic. That's a recent, that's a modern Disney. Yeah, it's a modern Disney. Uh, But, regardless, like, Ralph Bakes, the internet, uh, Finding Dory, all these things are pretty good sequels now they're a lot better than just like not putting any money into it just to get like a cash grab which seemed to be what they were doing back in the day so props to disney for like doing a really good job at making sequels and actually developing the story yeah i mean i'd say the original is still better but 
I'm always satisfied with the sequel. Yeah, and I think they finally found out that, like, if they invest more money into the sequel and make it, like, a good story and a good thing, they can, like, actually get way more money out of it just from the products and people going to it and the hype that comes with the actual good story. Yeah, that, that's that's one of the things I really appreciate with The Incredibles 2. Like, I... I would rather have. I'd rather wait fourteen years for number three rather than just waiting two and getting and getting a, crappy a really sequel. crappy movie. Exactly. Yeah. So I would. I'd do that again. Like I still love the first Incredibles more than the second one, but I am not disappointed in the second one. I am not disappointed at all, and that was something I was so worried about for like eight years. <laughs> yeah. Because they've been like, it's in production. Yeah. And the only thing I wish they would have done different is not make those other those side superhero characters look like Fortnite characters. That's kind of true. Yeah, everything everything else is beautifully animated. Props to you, Brad Bird. Yes, thank you for giving us a lot of good animated films. Thank you for working nostalgia in and letting it actually happen the correct way. That's yes. how this should go. Yeah, Ready Player One. Speaking of sequels, Ooh. we went to see a movie this weekend. Yes, and we went to go see The Lego Movie 2. The second part. Lego Movie 2 takes place right after the events of the first Lego movie. But sort of. also, yeah, it, it it leads from the exact ending of the first one. Yeah. But then a, it goes into the future a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of like a little Rocky story, like a little Rocky movie yeah. um, recap. Very basically. bumpy timeline going on. Yeah. Um, because they did... Okay, so at this point now, we will be talking spoilers. So spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! And so... <laughs> so, if you Spoilers don't, ahead. You finished? Yes. Was that a long enough spoiler yes. alert? I think we just need to do it. Spoilers, bit. guys! There we go. Spoilers. Okay, if you. Okay, so Emmett dies in this one. <laughs> Spoilers, guys! Spoiler, we told you, we warned we, you. That was, that was a joke for those of you who weren't. Yeah, if, if you. Who, for those of you who've already seen the movie or don't care about spoilers, he, he doesn't yeah, die. If, if, you, if you haven't taken it, that, the warning by now, spoiler alert. Okay, and... that was our final spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! If you don't want to hear have, any have spoilers, they left yet? okay. If you don't want to hear any spoilers, if you haven't left by now, I mean, we've been talking for a minute about this spoiler alert. Leave. Yes, and if you, and if you haven't yet, and you don't want to hear any spoilers, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. I don't know why I said that because we can't actually see I you, but thank you for joining. And final spoiler alert. Have they all gone? Wow, great cricket noises from Jace here. Uh, thanks, yes, I'm the new sound engineer. Okay, Jace, Lego Movie 2. Let's yes. talk about this. All right. So, for those of you who don't know, like Jesse said, it does take place, like, right after the second one. There is a time gap. It is it is a five-year time gap because that's when the previous film came out. It came out in 2014. And, but they do do a little, they do a little recap, like, Rocky style, and show the last scene from Lego Movie and then segue into the into the, the current timeline. Yeah. yeah, the current timeline. And at the beginning, they are in Apocalypseburg. Wait, 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 wait. So just to recap the first movie, hero, Emmett, normal person. Everything is awesome. Everything's not really awesome. He realizes he's not a real typical hero. He finds a piece de resistance when he goes down, downstairs. He goes into a underworld on accident by just finding it. He finds out something, he loses his instructions, he takes a piece of resistance, it gets stuck on his back for some reason, he doesn't really know why, he's bonded to it, wizards, people, craziness, he does stuff and convinces President 
Business. Lord, Pre- Lord, Lord Business. Lord President, Lord Business Person. Evil Will Ferrell guy. Evil Will Ferrell. Evil Plastic That it's okay to be normal and all that kind of garbage stuff that's in movies or whatever. Very, very nice Lego theme. You can, everyone can create. You don't have to be a master builder. Everything's amazing. Everything is awesome at the end. They Paul do all this stuff. It's great. They're very They break into the real world for a bit. It's very, very odd. It was a really surprising thing that happened in the movie theater. Unlike this one where they do it every five seconds. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, good ending. And it ends with the the place being destroyed. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then they introduced... Kind of. Everything was about normal Legos, and then they introduced the Duplo Legos. And then that's uh, about sharing with the little sister. I, I know that wasn't a very... It wasn't a very it, good, it, that wasn't a very good overview of the movie. I apologize for that. So basically, just watch the movie. If you haven't seen it by now, it's been five years. And everything is awesome. It's just as annoying as Let It Go. I mean, it's, gonna get stuck it, sorry. that one's worse. Okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a bit. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Um, so the sec yeah the second one does take place right after the first one, following the same themes with the Lego Duplo, which introduced that the kid from. The first one has a little sister. And I believe they don't have actual names, right? It's just like boy, girl, and father, right? Yeah, and, and mother, too. In the first one. I, I think so. Yeah. I mean... That might be something fleshed out in the second one, but I don't think it... I don't... I think they said their names. Like, they they have to have said their names just I, to, like, address each other. Let's find this out. I, th- I think they... This is odd. You better cut this it's out. It's not like Polar Express unit and just Hero Boy and Know It All Kid. <laughs> I don't... That, that, will their faces even come up with it? Bianca. Oh, Bianca. Finn. Finn and Bianca. Finn and Bianca. And we got mom and dad. And mom and dad. Yeah. So they actually do have real names. Does, does it say dad for Wolf Hell? What does it say? Yeah, it's right here. Dad. Oh, okay. Did president he, President Business. President Business. I who's, think, who's really Lord... I think he did call him Lord President Business. I think... There's like a his evil name too though. So it's like President Business and like Lord Business or something. Yeah. It's something goofy where it's like obvious, very, very, very I'm obvious. Very evil. That I'm he's very evil. evil. Which is cool. Which in the second one, yeah, that comes up a bit. Yeah. They with like the I'm not evil theme going on. Yeah, they so they have unlike the first uh unlike the first movie, which had like which had like half of his sound like a third of his soundtrack was the soundtrack and the rest of it was score. This one has two separate albums because there are more soundtrack songs than there are um, scores than there are score songs. And yeah, one it's of them very is musical. Called, yeah, I did get the musical vibe, especially with that um, "I'm Not Evil" song. Oh, and especially towards the end, where it's like everything is not awesome when they're all singing it. Oh, yeah, okay. the characters themselves. It just gets spoiler noise. Yeah, so we've, we've already gotten past <laughs> So anyway, there's a character, Queen Whatever Wanabi. Yeah. Which, first off, awesome name, Queen Whatever I Want to Be, question mark? What? Yeah. Yeah? Was Every... that, that was very heavily shown throughout the movie. Multiple very, times. Very, very obvious kind of thing. They really, really want us to hardcore believe she's evil throughout the film. And there's a whole song about it called I'm Not Evil, but then she does see sing in a deeper voice with all these very cliche evil villain things. Yeah. But she says, she puts I'm not in front of every single one of them. Or un, yeah. Or un. Like, you're just putting un-nasty. You're just putting, you're just putting un in front of everything that you are. Exactly. And it's making her seem like she's uh, mind control over everyone, just doing mm-hmm. all this crazy stuff. It makes it seem very odd and... 
course it is. I don't know. It, it, it is a very odd movie, but it's a Lego movie. It's good. It's good. It's, it's good. It's um, but it's very it's. Bizarre. It's unique. I I had a, like a little cloudy chance, cloudy with a chance of meatballs two vibe from it, mm. in that they just upped all the puns. Because like Queen, whatever. There's a leak in the boat. Yes, amazing. I mean that's like that's like the best point in the whole movie, but it was in the trailer, and so they didn't save it. But like, ev- like literally everything in almost everything in this in the sequel is a pun. Like, do you had like? I mean, that's how it is in the first one too. It's more like wordplay though, like, like the piece, play. the piece of resistance, it's, the piece de resistance. Or... Yeah, I mean, like there were there wasn't near as many, but and so then like, since it was more rare, it, it was more appreciated. Exactly. But then like everything, like every planet in this. Like everything in this movie is a play on words, like the star system. Yeah, it's the solar system, but like it's your sisters though. It's it's, it's the sisters' her, room. It's the sisters' room. It's the star. It's system. the sister system. Whatever <laughs> I want to, queen. Yeah, queen. Whatever wannabe. Whatever wannabe is whatever I wanna be. It's or, very obvious. Wild style. Is her hair. Rex Danger Vest. Yeah, because... Wonderful name there. Yes, because he actually... There's a jokes about him wearing his vest. And it... it yeah, it's yeah. not a good enough last thing. Also, they're trying to uh, prevent the... Uh, like, the Apocamomalops... The... Apocamomalops. Um, Apocamomalops. It's it's a play on words with apocalypse and mom. Mompocalypse? Uh, I'm trying to... Akmapalypse? Uh, you better edit this out, Jace. I'm trying to... F- what is Akpapalamalypse? <laughs> I'm not getting another link for the synopsis. The uh, synopsis is right there. Right there. Right there. Oh, my gosh. I think it's Watson. You better say Akpapalamalypse. Apoc... Okay, so the apocalypse bird... Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. There's way too much text to read. Let's just search mom, see what happens. Momoa. Oh yeah, because Jason Momoa does. Uh, oh, Aquaman. Yeah, he does, he voices Aquaman. So the the cast of the Justice League and the DCEU is the same cast of the Justice League, and except ex- for Kobe Smulders and um, Channing Tatum is Superman. So what we're really saying is Jason Momoa is the only one who does a cameo. Yeah, Jonah. Jonah. The Green Lantern's not even in it yet. Exactly. We still can't find this. Okay. But yeah, the our mama get in. Our mama get. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's not, not apocalypse. apocalypse. It's our mama get in. So it's our mama is getting in. So it's like when she comes into the room to, you know, crash the party. That was so cringy when it, when Lucy said that too. Our mama get in. Our mama is getting. In. Yeah, it's just like yeah, that we got so it. Cringy. We got it the first time you said the word. There's just I feel like a lot of the jokes are. Yeah. And then they wait to explain it yeah. later. I think the one thing I really didn't like about this movie is just the amount of breaks it did to the real world. Yeah. Like, and I think like that's something very useful at the end to do it. Like they did that amazingly in the first movie. Yes. Like that was the best way. Like Lego Movie itself is very nostalgic. Very like this is what you played with as a child. This is what it is now. Everyone should be able to do this. You don't have to be a master builder. All this kind of stuff. It's great. I love that. It's a great theme. And then, like, at the end, it's that joy of it being the actual world. And it's, like, kind of creepy because it's Will Ferrell and this, like, random kid in a basement. And it's kind of weird. Don't sue us. Don't sue us. But uh, it, it's really good. I really like the way they did it in the first one. It the was, second one, it yeah. feels like they're breaking into the real world, like, constantly just to explain things. And it's, like, 
I feel like you could rationalize it pretty well. Like, you could understand exactly what it means. I mean, the Sistar system, it's obvious that it's a sister. You don't really know that it's her bedroom that's upstairs, but... I mean, I don't think they really needed to explain that to us. I think that's something we could have found out pretty like, easily if they did it at the end. Like the portal? Or yeah. The... And I think the laundry room thing, like, sure. Yeah. Like, under the dryer? Sure, that makes sense, like, to show us. Yeah. Shout out to the spider moment. That was Yes, that was good. That was awesome. If but, you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. But, uh, I don't the know. Best actor. It, it bra- <laughs> best part of the movie. Best actor. He's going to get... It. I want to know how they did that. I wonder if that was intentional at all, or if it just happened. Like, how much of that scene How many was... spiders did they release to try to get this to happen, you guys? Know fake. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> it might not have been fake. It might have been real. They might have released spiders. One goes in a straight line. I, you don't know. It right. might have happened in real life. That would have been nice. But it might have been something where they just filmed it until they saw something happen. I don't I don't know. I, don't I, I, I'm hoping for that not being something that was edited in. Yeah. Just for the sake of editing. But, yeah, like, everything is like a... I really hope that happened. But, yeah. yeah, they break into the into the real world quite often, and mm-hmm. it, it's kind of jumbly. I I like the, like, twist ending where they think it's going to be the end earlier on, and, it, and that really messed with me. I was like, yeah. am I, do I have to wait another four years to see how this plays out? Like, it, it's a very kids movie kind of thing. Like, what what's it going to be? Like, they, they literally can't play with Legos anymore? Like, no, of course not. Yeah, it's, it's the fourth act. Everything just tumbles down, and then just... The fourth act. What? Shakespeare? Got it. it. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so... So, like, everything is, like, at its worst, at the bottom of the barrel. So everything is not awesome. Yeah, and the camera just, yeah, they're saying everything is not awesome. At the end, the camera just pans up to black sky that says the end. And, like, and then there's, like, a couple seconds of dead silence. I'm just, like. There's a couple seconds where I'm just, like. Wait. Do we have to wait for a third one and no one was saying this? It was like, at that moment, I realized they used all the trailer footage. Exactly, and I'm like, and that was. I think they did a really good job at that point of just like making it seem like it's the actual end because like they did use all the trailer footage that we've seen. Uh oh, and I'm just like, wait, you can't. You're really gonna do that? Exactly, and I think that that was a good twist. I they mm -hmm. they've done a good twist in both of them with that kind of thing. Yeah, I think they did it better in the first one in that they didn't tell you about the real world until Mm -hmm. the end, which I I I like that they didn't show you it because show it to you because. You have, like, every time that there's a gun noise, whether it's, like, a real gun or, like, the like a metal gun or, like, a laser gun, they don't have shooting noises. It's the kid saying pew, 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 which is funny. And it's like, oh, that's childish. But then you, at the end, you feel like, it's just like, no, the kid was actually saying pew, pew, pew. Jeff. Jeff, yes. That, wait, so the spider and Jeff are going to fight for best supporting actor. That's what's going to happen. Jeff the cat for the first one, he comes back. He's awesome. Jeff. <laughs> Oh, that end line for the movie, though. Oh, that was good. That was good. Will Ferrell. That was beautiful. Uh, it was it was a callback to the first one, the, honey, where are my pants? Uh, that, that was the last yeah, line. Yeah. I, I believe it was the last line. Yeah, it was one of the last lines. He's, he went, to, at the beginning of the movie. It, it was one of, if not the very last lines. I think, I think Will Ferrell last. doesn't make a visual appearance in it at all, unless it was something from the very first one. It was yeah, it was archive footage, yeah. and then you hear him shouting from downstairs towards yeah. the end. So, so you hear him throughout it. He's a voice actor in it, but he doesn't make any bodily physical yeah. appearance. He's a supporting it. actor. He's not a main exactly. He's a co- he's a co- and star. and president business isn't in it. 
Yeah, see, so, it, so I at, mean, he's yeah. he's in it in a bit, but he's not he's not prevalent through it. He's yeah. not a main character at all. Yeah, at the beginning, he just kind of like, oh, you guys fixed it last time, so you guys can do it again this time, right? Right? I'm going to play golf, and he literally plays golf the entire movie, and you don't see him. Exactly. You see him right away in his cart, and you see him come back. So he's gone for like five years he's, of actual human time playing golf. Yeah. Wait. What? Wait, wait, so did did he leave at the... He, he left when they were... When Duplo was invading. Oh, okay. Because... Okay, because they kept on going flashbacks I between think. Apocalypseburg. He might have he might have done that Apocalypseburg or whatever. Apocalypseburg, yeah. Apocalypseburg. Apparently, you can you can put Berg on the end of anything and it becomes a... But it was place. Bricksburg before. Why send Apocalypseburg? Yeah. That would have been a great pun. Yeah. Don't sue me. Don't sue me. They... Yeah, just... I say, I mean, kind of going back to what you said earlier about the first one being nostalgic. I, as an adult now, I am more, like, I am more aware of the fact that I'm like, hey, I'm watching a kids movie. But when I watch the Lego Movie, when I watch The Incredibles two, when I watch things like that, I'm like, this, yes, it's a kids movie, but this is a nostalgic kids movie. Like, mm. I love this. Like, this is me. This is my. This is like my childhood, and I can come back to it in a new way because there's a sequel. And then there's the, oh, I'm a grown man watching a kid's movie. Exactly. And I felt more of those moments than I did the nostalgic ones. The first one, almost all nostalgia. This this one is, especially with just the, the musical feel of it, is like, oh, this is a kid's movie. And I think that's one of the biggest differences between, like, Marvel's and Disney's main things they're doing right now. Because Disney's, like, recreating things, and that's... There's no way they're not doing that for the adults specifically because they're, like, recreating exact shots and stuff. Like, kids aren't going to care yeah. about that. Kids will not care about that. Adults are going to be like, okay, I need this to be this, I need this to be this, and if it's not this, I will boycott this movie. Yeah. But Marvel is kind of the other way around. It's like they don't necessarily care if everything's exactly how it was in the comics. People mm -hmm. that are diehard fans are going to be disappointed, of course. But m the majority of Americans who have not read any comics or not experience that can enjoy it yeah. and find it something new so so i they're both very good ways to do business and i think it's good but yeah it's kind of odd i think yeah i think marvel is really good of incorporating the source material as well as new elements like the doctor strange comics had a lot of circles like there was a lot of things spinning a yeah. lot and so then in the movie there's a lot of things spinning like his watch case when he pulls out the drawers watches are all spinning and his all his watches are round yeah it takes out that craving the comics give you of like oh what yeah. would this look like in real life yeah so it's like they it's answer the, a lot of that kind of question yes yeah, things like you don't notice they're like oh this is homage to the comics but this is also new and i i think we can uh relate lego movie 2 to one of our uh our favorite movies we saw together, uh, Into the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, animation style. It, it uh, kind of it's kind of like a new genre. I th it I'm, is. I'm assuming we need to talk about this because you're probably not going to talk about this. In the, do we, do we want to make a special of this one to talk um, about Spider Verse? Actually, the movie will come out in the end of March, I believe. Oh. So we can so bring we, bring me back for that one. Okay, okay. I want to talk about this, guys. I'm still waiting. I hope that the steelbook cover for that is not the teaser poster that they have now, because they always do that for when they announce it. Thank you for that. Uh, but, like, that's one I want in Steelbook. I love that movie. They, they really create. They literally created it frame by frame. So much better than we thought it would be because Sony picked, Sony Pictures Animation. Oh, they they suck. Don't sue us. Please don't sue us. They've Please only sucked recently. Us. The last good movie they had was Open Season. The first one. What? 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 
That's, that's my eyes blinking sound. Ding, 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 ding. That was 12 years ago, something like that. Yeah, a long time ago. And then we've had the two sequels and the Emoji like movie. Smurf. And right? Smurf. The, fir- the first Smurf was okay. Uh, As, I mean, the idea of it's good, but it's not. Nobody was asking for this. <laughs> well, you mentioned Smurfs, and they, how many? Do they have one sequel or two? At least one. I don't know, and I don't want I to know. Don't I, care. There's no reason for me. To, that was one that's definitely meant to be a kids' movie. Yeah. It's not like a nostalgia thing. Like, did, I don't think anyone asked for a Smurfs movie to be made. They were ripping They're off really Alvin and Chipmunks. Yeah, they kind of were. Put cartoons in the real world. Because that's very true. Going. That's very true. Those came around around this time. Yeah, because Sony is just copying uh, 20th Century Fox. And the first album, Chipmunks, I mean, it is what it is. And okay. We have about two things we didn't cover yet. Uh, or so, three, I guess. Yeah. If, if you want to do this part. Yeah. But then we need to do that movie and that movie. We probably should have mentioned that earlier. Before we, we probably should have mentioned it earlier before we kicked everyone out who didn't want spoilers. So for those of you who stayed. You get, like, extra stuff. You really do. It's pretty cool. So, um, just recently, a new Rocketman poster was released. And for those of you who don't know what Rocketman is, it's Taron Egerton pretending to be uh, Elton John in his early years and his rise to fame. It's a historical biography. If just, I don't know. I've never really listened to Elton John. And I, just from what I know of him and what I've seen of him, I don't think Taron, I don't know. I don't know. Have you seen the movie Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Mm, no, I want to. I haven't actually okay. watched it, though. Cool. What, what are you going to say about it? I just blinked. Ding, 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 ding. That, that was the remake of an older... It's 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 not a... I don't know if they ever had a movie for it before, but it, it was is. it was based off a short story. I know and the movie is very, very different than the short story. I think I think there was an earlier movie that was a lot closer to the short story. But the movie itself, is, it's a great movie. It's nothing like the short story other than the premise of it. But it, that's a wonderful movie. Um, we, we don't have to include this on this if you don't want to. I'm bringing... Uh, You're talking about the one with Ben Stiller, right? Yes, 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 yes. I think, so this says... I, so it was a full-length film. So, yeah, it's technically a remake. Never mind. Let's cut this part out of the podcast because it has nothing to do with what I thought it did. That's awkward. Okay, we please, can do that. Please cut this from it. <laughs> so, uh, we've we've covered all the main things. The, so, we've covered the, uh, the, the theatrical releases. We have two... We have one big surprise at the end. But it's not very big. It's a giant surprise, James. What is it? Tell us what it is, James. Okay. Um, we're we're gonna talk about the Tolkien teaser trailer that was also released. But um, first we were gonna just announce that we had two movies released, uh, two home releases this past Tuesday. Uh, Not this Tuesday. We just had the one before it. Uh, It's the week of the theatrical releases we talked about. Um, we had Bohemian Rhapsody and Nobody's Fool. You need to do it in sets of four. Okay. 
don't sue us. <laughs> yes, don't sue us for that three-note beat we took. Uh, I haven't actually seen Bohemian Rhapsody, but I know what it's about. Yeah, it's about the city full of rappers in Bohemia. Yes. I can only assume based on that title. <laughs> Bohemian Rap City. <laughs> yes. Sue me. Yes, sue us for this one joke. <laughs> sue me for that joke, please. Yes, do it. Remove this joke. This is uncomfortable. You know there's going to be a blooper reel somewhere that's going to be unreleased, going to be leaked. In your, special, in your special features box somewhere, way down in the vault, 30 years from now, when this is getting its like platinum edition, you're going to be like, here's some unheard audio from the vault, and it's just going to be me making stupid jokes. Yeah. So that's fine. Eye blinks and cricket chirps. But yeah, but... For those of you who do know, Bohemian Rhapsody is about Stephen Qu- Stephen Queen McQueen. Were you about to say Stephen Mercury- Colbert? <laughs> no, no. Stephen Sue Mercury me. from the band Queen and his wife. It's basically Rocket Man, but it's already been done, but it's like Rocket Man with a band. No. Yay. But um Yeah, we have a friend who's really into Queen, so if you want to hear about that, maybe I can bring her in. I mean, she's really busy with the show right now. It's, uh, it's still in college. It's theatrical production right now. Uh, we'll see. Uh, and then also Nobody's Fool. It's it's a comedy about online dating. I mean, I've never heard of it until I saw it here. So I think it was not was that the Tyler Perry one? It was the one where the sister was released from prison. Yeah. And there's an online dating situation going on. Was was that... One of the movies was Tyler Perry. Was it that one or was it What Men Want? Because they're both black comedies. I think What Men Want was the Tiffany Haddish one. I'm not positive. You can, I think so. Time to Google. Oh, uh, okay. That one was the Tiffany Haddish one. And then, so then, What Men Want is the Tyler Perry. Oh, no, wait. Tyler Perry's director and writer of the Queens. Oh. I feel like that they have a couple of good elements in there that is interesting. Just, I mean, you still always have, like, the modern people making fun of old people who don't know how technology works. And just the whole online dating thing. Like, oh, this person could actually not be real in real life. And so... I don't know, I'm just a little curious to see where that ends up. I not don't ever plan on watching the movie. But I think it's cool that... I mean, it's a little interesting that we're seeing things like that actually come into uh, films nowadays, especially since um, like we always take the internet for granted and you show some of the negative connotations of that sometimes. I am hungry. When are we going to break for lunch? I just, I'm just waiting to, at the end to say, that's a wrap. I think you need to have a Netflix segment in this somewhere. Yeah, so I, I, I was you debating. Should, I was you should debating. talk about streaming stuff, too, so at some point. I was, I, de- mean... I was debating about it, because you know what happened this week? The rest of the Marvel Netflix shows were canceled. Yeah. So the final season... Oh, yeah, we should yeah. probably... You should talk about that, also. Well, because I was like, this is mainly film-related, but that's TV. But also, like... Marvel, though. I mean, if it relates to what we're talking about. Also, let's just go back to all the other Marvel stuff we talked about. Uh, Black Panther. And just, I mean, that's something you could just, like, literally cut that out and place it with that. Yeah. If it's edited at all. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I and also, I, I would recommend doing that with Aladdin, too. Is this still recording? I didn't realize it. Yeah, so I we've, can... We've kind of gone out of I, talking I, mode. Yes, yeah, so I can cut this out. And... I, I would I would definitely recommend moving, like, the Aladdin stuff around, too, just so it goes in a straight line before he introduces, like, Marvel. Yeah, exactly. So, if I need any re-recordings for transition... Yeah, definitely, let me know. Cool. Um, so, along with Marvel, uh, this is kind of like a little sidetrack, because uh, it's technically TV, sort of, streaming TV. Um... Yeah, streaming TV. Uh, so, the rest of the Marvel Netflix series, if you've been following them, that th- one by one they've been getting canceled. The last two have been canceled. And so, there's currently going to be no more Marvel Netflix series. The last one that's going to air is Jessica Jones Season 3? Season 3? I think it would be 3, yeah. I think it would be 3. So, that would be a total of, I think, 12 seasons of Netflix. So, that's 3 of Daredevil, 2 of Punisher... Two of Iron Fist, two of uh, Iron, two of uh, Luke Cage, one Defenders, so that would be thirteen seasons. So that'd be following the thirteen episodes of each season. And so I think that that's kind of cool. What's that supposed to say? Hey, Jace. Guess what we didn't talk about? That's coming out before this podcast is released. I'll give you a hand. Uh, it's a movie uh, we said we'd talk about. Yeah, uh, so going back to like the Lego movie 2, uh, the second part, a little bit of, nos- of the nostalgia that comes with that, uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3 is going to be releasing uh, this Friday. Ooh. And like, I really like those movies. I mean, especially for, I love the first The book series was better. Yeah, Astrid isn't a real character. I, I found that out recently. <laughs> She's just... I don't yeah. know. They're they're both good. I feel like it almost should have taken a different name. Like I I like the name How to Train Your Dragon. It's good. They're very different storylines, and I really like the books. And the movies are really good. The soundtracks are really good. Yeah. But the books have a really good storyline mm-hmm. that it, you never see in the movies. I mean, you can always do that with books. You always explore exactly. Things. But like, it is so very different. Like it, it could almost have taken a different name. Yeah. Like, it's like the long title. Yeah. I, I would like to see, like, a Netflix remake of the How to Train Your Dragon Each books. book is exactly. one episode. Yeah, exactly. Because there's, like, seven? Yeah. But they're they're really good. Yeah. I, you should read those if you're, like, 13. So this is, like, a remake we would like to have. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the Narnia and... Spe- I was actually about to bring that up. Speaking of remakes coming out soon. Narnia and, and the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Narnia and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So, Amazon is doing... Narnia, right? Or are they doing Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. So Amazon's doing Lord of the Rings. Netflix is doing doing Narnia. Yeah, Netflix is doing Narnia. And it's like the first time in the longest time ever that all rights to the Narnia properties have been owned by one company. Have been held by one company. So they have the rights to all seven books right now. That's awesome. And they're working with uh, his son-in-law, Douglas Gresham. C.S. Lewis's son-in-law, Douglas Gresham. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to see what it looks like. I'm hoping they're going to be kind of like the first film was, where I, I really enjoyed the first film. The Disney of one. the recent of the Disney remakes. Yeah, the Disney remakes. They did a really good job of like actually getting out what the story was. The second and third one, not so much along with the storyline, but I feel like with Douglas Gresham at the mantle, and like Netflix is pretty good at making movies and series, so pretty good, pretty good. Fact, they're not James Wan was greatly known for sticking to the books, but. I mean, even if they change stuff, like, usually Netflix is good at making it 
coherent and storyline wise. Like a series of unfortunate events. Exactly. It's it's a little bit off in places. There are places where it's totally different, but it's it's, it's what Lemony Snicket or Daniel Handler, the author of the books, he he was like the director or like second executive producer on it, assistant mm-hmm. producer, or whatever. And he made it sure it's like exactly what he wanted it to be in his mind. Yeah, so it's a little like, bit different for fans yeah. of the book. It's different for the fans, but it's what like the author wants, so Yeah. Hopefully hopefully Narnia matches up and hopefully Lord of the Rings matches up. So hopefully it's a lot like Marvel where they change some of the elements. Exactly. But the main elements are still there. That's yeah. that's why like Stanley If you change the race of the Pevensey children, that would be weird because it makes no sense. Yeah. Because that's not what the story is. Yeah. So like You don't have to talk about that though. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's I'm a little worried about I mean, just a little in the back of my mind. Stanley, rest in peace. Why is everybody we're talking about dying? C.S. Lewis is dead. Tolkien's dead. I, I never brought Robin up Williams them dying. <laughs> Robin Williams. You talk about Robin Williams. He's dead. You said R.I.P. And we said yes. Yes. <laughs> but I guess we just really Don't appreciate... Don't sue me. We just really appreciate Dead Guy's work. So, but... Yeah, so Stanley was always executive producer. Or some kind of... I think it was executive. One of the executive producers. Exactly. So since he held, since he like helmed the the stories when they were originally written in the comics, he could give his creative leeway for the for the video productions of it. But yeah, I'm excited to see how they do it with Lord of the Rings and with Narnia, because like Peter Jackson, his Lord of the Rings is awesome. His Hobbit is subpar, and Narnia just kind of got it just kind of got a little out of hand because. Disney and Walden collaborated for the first one for the, of the remakes. They collaborated for the first one. They did really well. The second one, like you said, starts going out of hand. The third one had some of the original actors from the Disney one, Disney and Walden ones, but it went to 20th Century Fox. I personally, one of the big things I want them to do is bring back Liam Neeson for Aslan because that'd I be really good. He was a very great voice actor. Before. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope they could bring him back. That'd be awesome. I mean, if not, there's plenty of great voice actors out there. I, I'm sure they'll find someone who's good with it. If they don't, that'd be very disappointing. And I, I wouldn't mind having... You don't want, like, a weak Aslan character yeah. or any of the characters. Like the there. animated one? Have you seen the animated one? Yeah. It's it's just through a Uncomfortable. Filter. It's... Uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's really weird. It's like the Focus on the Family audiobook, but, like, you get to see him in, like, ten frames a minute. and ten frames a second. It's weird. But, like... It's like James Earl Jones voices Mufasa in both the animated Lion King as well as the new one that's coming out. And I love it. You know, part of nostalgia, you know, bring back the most iconic voice in the movie. So do the same thing with Narnia. That's my spiel about that. Um, I, that's, that's pretty much all we have, unless you have anything else you want to talk about. I was going to play a game with you, and, and uh, uh, I, had, oh. I, had, I had an interesting segment to add. I, can't, I should probably do it on IMDb. Let me, let me uh, t- don't, don't look at what I'm doing here. Oh, don't look at the screen that's right in front of my face. Exactly. I don't know if you can hear any of what I'm saying on microphone right now. There's not really a sound filter in between. Okay, don't look. I'm not looking. I'm looking at the, well, don't look. Corwin don't look. called it a blanket, but it's more like a sheet. It's a really sheety blanket. Ratings on IMDb suck because they're both critic and um, 
and just normal contributor, like our normal audience member um, ratings. So that's that's like one of the only good things about Rotten Tomatoes that I like is that they have both contributor and critic ratings separate. They have them together and they have them separately. And I, as much bashing as it gets from everybody. Okay, Jace. I'm, I'm ready to explore our game. Don't look at the screen, please. This is a game that I don't have a title for yet. Um, I'm just going to go with the very generic title. I'm going to call it Guess That Movie with Jace Brandt. Okay, Jace, I have you in the studio here today to ask you what you think this movie will be about. Don't look at that screen. I'm watching him. For our, for our listeners in the audience, I'm making sure he doesn't look at the screen directly in front of his face. Look at the camera. And look not, at the, not the, not, not the, not the spit screen, Jace, the computer screen. Okay. Don't look at the computer screen. Okay, I'm going to give you a movie's title, and you're going to tell me what you think this movie is about. It could be a foreign film. It could be any kind of film. I just want to know what you think the movie synopsis is. Okay, this movie is coming out on March 15th in 2019 in the U.S. It is called Captive State. It sounds like it takes place in, like, Alcatraz or something. Because the captive, like... You're being held somewhere, or it could be like a captive state of mind. You're trapped in your own mind. I don't know. What's your final guess, Jace? It's hmm, like you're really messing with me. Uh, it's probably like a drama about someone like searching for freedom from some kind of like social issue. That's your final guess. Yes. Okay. Am I allowed to read the synopsis from IMDb? It's user generated. I think it should be. Okay. So uh, why don't you look at this and see what it's about? So it's about aliens. Um, they've been in Chicago for at least ten years. Yeah. Huh. So it's going to talk about people from both perspectives of the invasion. Looks pretty interesting. I've never heard of it before. I haven't seen any trailers. It's coming out in about a month. But uh, that was our movie for the segment today. John Goodman. John Goodman. Cool. All right. Do you want to find a random movie and see if I can guess what it is, Jace? Yeah, I kind of like this game. All right. And you, you, just, you just go, like, coming soon or whatever. Exactly. That's what I went under. I'm just under the movies coming soon. You just picked a random one? That was yeah. a good one. Because it was something I never heard of and it said 2019. Ah, let's do a Medea family funeral. What's that about? Hmm, what do you think? (laughs) Medea. Tyler Perry. Yep, I will not look at that screen. Okay. I will. Pick something that's like... We need to have blindfolds just for this segment. Oh, don't show me. Don't look. Sorry. Okay. Hmm. This needs to be your, like, introduction. This is a good game game here. I thought of it earlier, but I couldn't find anything, and I was like, oh, you're on IMDb, why don't you find it? Don't sue us, Amazon, for using your website. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Ugly Dolls. That was, oh, that trailer was. That that's a trailer I saw a few months ago in another film I watched. Or I it must it probably was uh Into the Spider-Verse when I was at home. But I I hate that trailer. Like it it 
it makes it seem so. I okay. First off, don't sue me. <laughs> Second off, it, it makes it seem like the dolls are supposed to be like hideous and ugly and whatever. And it's like they're not that ugly looking. They're no. like deformed dolls almost, but not. They're not like ugly. They're like bright pink still. It's not like hideous, gross colors. And... They're not like they're open. They're all exactly stitched. Exactly, so you messed up perfectly. You know what I mean? Like exactly. It, because they are the trailer, not ugly dolls. They're on a conveyor belt, and there's one. I mean, they, one. they aren't perfect dolls, but they're not ugly dolls, and I think that's going to be the, the the theme of the film, and that makes me uncomfortable. I was like, it's going to be called Island of the Misfit Toys because these are all plush dolls, and they don't really not that they're not misfits. They just we really need like a blindfold. Yeah. Um. Okay. So well, I'll just take off my glasses. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me, audience. Okay, I, I got one. Roll. I got one. So maybe I'll just like turn this. Over. Okay, so are you ready for your movie title? Are you gonna give me the like title and year date or something? Yeah. So the movie title oh, is. Oh, um, for future reference, what you should do is like have them choose one thing, and it could either be like the year it's released or like genre or something else, and then you have to tell them that one thing. Just give them a ground on it. Okay. I think that's what we should do. Okay, cool. Okay. Ra- just a random idea. Okay. So, the movie title is Peter Lou. What type Peter of... Peter Lou. What kind of fact do you want? Uh, can I... I don't know if this would be, like, the fact I'm asking for. Can I Can I know, like, the spelling? The, s- the spelling is the name Peter with L-O-O after it. And L-O-O. it's all one word. Okay. Okay. And it's one word. It's one word, okay. and it's not even hyphenated. It's just P-E-T-E-R-L-O. Okay. Okay. Now, see, that, that gives me a ground, so I, I guess that will be my question, then, okay. for this. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, because if, if it was, like, Peter and then L-U, I would have assumed it was, like, some Asian name, and I could do some topic about that. If it's Peter, L-O-O, and it's one word, that makes me think of, like, Waterloo. Yeah. And, like, Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna make, like, a random movie out of my head right now, um... This is uh, a movie developed by Peter Jackson, actually, and it's specifically about him and the greatest battles he's constructed, and it also shows the battles that are happening in his mind when he's creating these characters and developing these stories. So it's it's Peter Lou, and it's coming out March 23rd, 2019. How close was I? Uh, you got the Peter part, right? Oh, it was a battle. That's so, that's good. So it's it's a historical drama about the uh, Peterloo Massacre, where British forces attacked, uh, just a, they attacked a peaceful de- pro democracy rally in Manchester in the year ni- in the year eighteen nineteen. Okay. And it's weird because it says the year is twenty eighteen, but then it's gonna be released in twenty nineteen. So I think it was like a direct to video thing that's mm. gonna be released in theaters. Interesting. And it, I was I almost picked a foreign film for you, but I think that, that should just be off. Yeah, I, I think like foreign films would be interesting though, because then it's like you definitely have no basis for it at all. So I think I think if you did foreign film, say the foreign title, then give them the the language it's in, and then they can have an additional fact. That too, yeah. So Jen's just like, oh, what language is? Oh, it's French. It's like you know, duh. thought it was Italian. All right, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't recognize any names on this. Even, like, the one in the background. Like, I've never heard of that film before. Arctic? Mads Mikkelsen? Oh, okay. He's usually a decent actor. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So, interesting theme going on here. 
Cool, that's a fun yeah, game. That, that, that should be, like, your icebreaker or, like, initiation thing into this show. That's Yeah, that'd be fun. Cool. So, um, yeah, I, we've we've basically covered everything that we wanted to cover today. Um, do you have any other final thoughts, Jesse? Hmm. ASMR. So yes. Um. I think I've talked about everything I want to talk about. I don't know. Um. Are we gonna? Okay. So next week on this podcast, get ready to hear. How to Train Your Dragon 3, Did you along work? with Into the Spider-Verse, and then Which do you want to... Well, I don't know. Uh, tell, tell me, when, do you want to do a musical episode at some point? If, if you do that, I, I would recommend doing it after the show, obviously. Kenzie. And then Kenzie, and then John Williams if you want to, and then anybody who's interested in talking about musical stuff would be pretty cool. That'd be cool. You could record them separately or together or whatever. Yeah. Th- this is your podcast, Chase. I'll probably do them together. But yeah, I don't know what I'm doing next next week yet, because uh, uh, I'd imagine how to train your dragon three. Yeah, I kind of I kind of want to get different people each time. But so so if we got so if if I did you, I'd want to get someone else too, because we plan on seeing this film together. Exactly. And so I don't I don't know. You, oh we oh Detective Pikachu. Okay, <laughs> that comes out after the that comes out like at I the know. end. So we like the last the last episode could be summer blockbuster episode. Ooh, fun. Because that's where most of the movies come out. The schedule I have on here so far, the last episode will be the week of Avengers Endgame. So far. But given that this is taking more time than I thought about, I'm already going to max out my hours. So I might do like bi-weekly stuff. I don't know. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. Um... That's everything I have, and that's everything you have. That's correct. Awesome. So thank you all for joining, and uh, thank you for sticking through the spoiler uh, warnings, all, like, two dozen of them, with increasingly annoying... Did we talk about the Tolkien film? Yeah, we... uh, Kind of. We we talked about it on Netflix, but we didn't talk about it specifically. So they're... This is the big ending you were promised. Yes. There, there is a film called Tolkien, and yes, it does with it does. It focuses on J.R.R. Tolkien, and pr- specifically his war experience, mm, and how that impacted his life. And how so. it impacted his life and his and his stories that came from that. Yeah. So it's, it looks really interesting. If you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, I'd recommend going seeing it. It's got that guy. So the guy who plays Tolkien is the guy who plays Beast in X Men First Class. I don't know that guy's name. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's cool. And then Lily Collins is, I think, is either his really close friend or romantic interest. I don't know. I won't say anything because you can have friends of the opposite gender, right? What are friends? Real to real. So yeah, the uh, the the teaser trailer for that was released, and it did have a lot of like they to show a lot of, a lot of war. F- war footage but then like with like the smoke and stuff you saw i thought of like sauron and stuff when, like, yeah the there were like sword fights and stuff and going on so. smaug i i'm wondering if this is gonna be uh did you see the the steve carell movie oh welcome to marwin yeah that one looked trippy 
it kind of reminded me of that where like things are coming to life. I don't know if this is going to be like, I, I want to know how those like flashes are going to happen. Is it going to be something mm-hmm. in his mind? Is it going to happen like in front of him? So it's not going to be Malcolm tomorrow. Do you, have, have you looked into that movie? I, I've looked into it. it uh, you, you, so the movie, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty that I kind of brought up earlier that will probably, it, you might not have heard of it audience if, if he edited it out, <laughs> which he probably would have hopefully by this point. But uh, basically it's a daydreamer. In it, it's uh, Ben Stiller playing Walter Mitty, and he he's a really average person, but he experiences like very active daydreams where it's like happening in front of him. So I'm wondering if that's how the Tolkien movie is gonna be. If it's gonna be something where it's happening in front of him, like kind of like PTSD or yeah. something, or if it's gonna be just actual clips from kind of like a Lord of the Rings esque thing. Mm-hmm. Like obviously it wouldn't be the Peter Jackson yeah. stuff at all, but. If if I want to know if it's gonna be something where he's like seeing it or like hallucinating it or if it's like in his dreams or something, I don't know. Yeah. So it, yeah. It, it looks like it's gonna be an interesting film. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, like oh, when I saw the title for, it, I'm like, oh, please don't be a documentary. Like documentaries are cool, but like we've seen lots of documentaries. Exactly. So like now that we're getting a dramatic. Yeah, we're we're, we're getting a lot of like dramatic documentaries recently. Yeah. I think that's good. I've I've like really started liking uh like learning about history like this since um 42 Jackie mm. Robinson story like that was like the first was one I was really just like one. I can still hear it yeah. that's my favorite line from that movie because like it's, you can still see the train in the background but he like puts up his ear up to the to yeah. the rail and he's like I can still hear it it's like congratulations I can still see it <laughs> uh, yeah I love that I love that movie I need to watch it again that's so I th- that was like the first like historical drama that yeah like I'd seen some before, of course, and but then like that was like and like, yeah, monu- like, like monuments, like Monuments Men. Monuments Men is so good. Argo, I I still really want to see Argo. I we should we see. should watch Argo. Add it to our list. <laughs> Movies we're gonna be watching at some point in the future. Argo? Question mark. Uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yeah. World War Z. <laughs> yes. Lot lots of fun stuff. So, uh, just to wrap up, uh, thank you all for joining us today. Do you feel like you have something you want to say? I, I want to say more things, Jace. Oh, okay. I, okay. I'm going to end this, like, three different times. I, I'm, I'm Jace's uh, life coach. I'm, I'm showing him amazing classic movies he's never seen before. Uh, if you have a classic film that Jace Brandt hasn't seen and you want to submit to it, uh, email me, jshepard at sterling.edu, with your recommendation for what I'll be showing Jace each week. And this can be a recurring segment where I... Come in once a week, talk for like five minutes, say, this is the movie he watched. What did he think about it? Yeah, so yeah. a little backstory on that. I am a communication major here at Sterling College, and one of my concentrations is cinema production. So basically like movie making. I want to go into movie making. However, I haven't seen a lot of films growing up. I was very sheltered, so I just couldn't watch them. And then now that I'm older, I don't have a lot of access to them and so Jesse has been so kind as to uh, show me some of these films like such as Ferris Bueller's Day Off like I've always wanted to watch that film it's such a good film it's one of my favorites you need to watch it if you haven't seen it yet it's amazing it has an actor from The Lion King in it yes I I say I I really like the movie Matthew Broderick he's Ferris Bueller and he's young Simba adult adult Simba teen Teen, teen, adult he's Simba. The older Simba. He's the older Simba. Yeah. And Disney's Lion King. Speaking of which, we talked about that earlier. Yes, connections, everybody. Amazing. 
But yeah, like I like I like I'd always known about the movie, but my parents didn't ever let me watch it. And then, so then now I'm older, I didn't have access to it. And then Jesse found it at did you was it the Walmart? Walmart? At Wal- we found it at Walmart, and we just oh wait, no, you're right, it. I got that at the video store in Hutch. Yeah, we just found it at uh, uh, Family Video in Hutch over here, and we just watched it, and we've just been watching movies every now and again. I am introducing Jace to pop culture. Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the last movie we watched. That's true. Yeah, and it's really not that movie. There's more pink in it than I would have liked, but when you have the word girls in the movie, I figured that there'd be a lot of pink in it. If you haven't seen Mean Girls, uh, I don't know if I should recommend this one. It's, it's good. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's pretty, it's also very cringy at moments. Yeah, very it's, cringy. It's actually pretty good filmmaking for a comedy. It really High is low budget comedy. Lindsay oh. Lohan before she went crazy. Don't sue me. Uh, so that's everything I have. Is that everything you have, or is there another thing? But um, but um, bum 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 bum